When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, you can call me a conspiracy theorist officially because you bought Cottonelle wipes and I bought the um, water wipes. And I noticed that the water wipes now say not flushable in ginormous letters, whereas the Cottonelle, and you best believe I'm calling you out, Cottonelle, you still call them flushable. And they're definitely not flushable. They will destroy your... They will destroy... Therefore, my conspiracy theory is they're in cahoots with the plumbing systems of the water lines of the people that need to, like, come in and pick up these shitty little things that are clogging our drains. Okay. Okay, maybe. I got plenty more for you. I'm just getting warmed up. (laughs) Okay. Welcome, you bewildered dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt. Yeah, I think I'm going to just have to make up words at this point. Yeah, that, got, you definitely did. Tommy was showing off recently about how many downloads we've got and um, telling me that I, I can continue to talk about my girly things on the side where, of course, MJ, that's my husband, Tommy, and we sit around and talk about all the things you want to know. Yeah. Well, we hope to hit the bullseye. <laughs> we hope to hit the mark. Sometimes you might get off path a little bit, maybe. Uh, but um, it's nice to have you back. The wife's been gone. Is again. it? Is it nice to have me back? Absolutely. Are you just used to it at this point? She's here. She's not here. What's the difference? No, it's not. It, listen, it's always nice to have you back. Tell me from your gut, what are your favorite things about having alone time with your son? The discipline. And I don't like discipline sounds like a, a dirty word sometimes, but it's not. I mean, the, your, just, your dad routine. Your, yes. You like the routine that you have when yes. it's just you guys. You yes. feel like you can do your thing with him. You feel like it's something that he needs that you didn't get. Yes. Okay. Yes. Check, 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 check. Just like, you know, whether it be when we walk through the house, when we walk through the door, he, when he's with me, he knows that the first thing he's doing is putting that school bag in the closet and taking his shoes off and putting them in the closet and emptying the school bag and putting the, you know, it's little, little nuances like that. Whereas with me, it's not, it's not, I'm the one making three trips from the car and I'm carrying the backpack from the back seat and, um, yeah. But I listen, that's, you know, you know uh, that's kind of expected. You know, the mother wants to make life easy on their kid. It's normal. It's it's a normal thing, you know, and um, not to say I want to make my, my life difficult for him, but I just want to implode some discipline. Like I said, for me, it was very Lord of implode? the Fly. Implode? Yeah, implode. <laughs> implode. <laughs> Impose some discipline on him. For me, it was very Lord of the Fliesy growing up. I don't want my kid. I don't want, I cannot tell you how many times a day. I sit and think, not sit, because I'm usually picking up something going, God, I hope he doesn't turn out like me. God, I hope he just does somewhere. But, you know, like, I do think that it does take me giving him more structure as he gets older. You know, he still has only been like two, three, four. You know, we're going to hit the fives. (laughs) And I know, I mean, I read too about kids stuff like, blurbs and articles and you know like there are ages where you should enforce an ad by the way speaking about um kid stuff i read something that like timeouts are you just telling your kid to feel like shit about themselves which very much activated me because my mom you know obviously we talk about how do we undo the the negative self-talk you know so like i think for anyone who's out there with the toddler i think the way we give them timeouts just got to change the language and we're supposed to say things like you know think about what you did or or like there's a way to just burn him burn him with a cigarette and tell him think about what you've done you're supposed yeah. to you're 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 supposed to say like first of all if you don't want an anxious adult 
then you as like, you don't want your kids to grow up and be anxious. Then whenever you have calm reactions, then they're going to stay calm into their child and adulthood. So like when it comes to like, they did something that made you angry, you're actually allowed to express like displeasure and not liking what they did, but like always trying to give them like a reason for why they're being punished or disciplined instead of just going, just go sit there and feel like shit. Like you're supposed to talk them through it for a second and then let them go. I don't know how to explain it. Well, I'll tell you, uh, first off, shout out to, you know, the, the dirties that have reached out. Um, they all, a lot of them really enjoyed last week's episode. So a big shout out to Dr. Donna for coming through again. Oh, and shout out to Mary Beth who had a birthday two weeks ago and we've been texting, but we never, Tommy, you and I never said happy birthday to her and it was two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Happy belated birthday. That's a, that's, she's, a, she's a good dirty. So I she feel is. bad. And, um, she did have a good time for those of you asking. She did go out on her birthday. She did have fun. She said, ugh, I felt old. I was like, you know what we all do? Who I am hobbling around with a bad knee ever since I took that aerobics class with Claudia. What's Les check? Yeah. Yeah. I took a, I I we're all old. We're not old. We're getting better. Uh, you know, whatever. One of the things that Dr. Donna talked about last week that I've really tried to focus on and really stuck with me. Uh, she is, you know, was talking about, you know, being in the car and being stuck in traffic and then, you know, just being grateful that you weren't, you know, in the car accident that caused the traffic. And I know personally, I have a propensity to, I think we all do, to kind of, you know, just things happen to us, right? Every day. But we can't control the things that happen to us. We can control the way that we act. Uh, yes. And one of my faults is that I'll react and then I'll almost double and triple down on the reaction just to validate my reaction. What do you, can you give me um, an example what, in the wild that you've done that? Well, you know, just whatever it is, whether it be, you know, being angry about something, being upset, you know, being, you know, whatever it may be, where I have my initial reaction is to be angry, to be upset, to be, uh, you know, whatever, useless emotion or negative emotion. And then rather than just being okay, I kind of double down to kind of stay in that mind space to validate the fact that I was right to be angry in the first place, which is ridiculous because again, why do you want to be angry? You know what I mean? Like if you have the choice, obviously there's always going to be things that, you know, maybe didn't go our way. Maybe didn't, you know, did you, was it something that happened for you in your head with Dr. Donna? Well, you know, one of the other books I'm reading is a mindful book, like to, to be more mindful and certain mantras and whatnot, and just, you know, connecting the dots of them together. It's just, I need to be better at taking a beat, because if I take a beat and I take a breath for, you know, whatever happens, I'm usually, I, I, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Amen to that. Take a beat. But, and then we but, could turn it around. Yeah, but if I don't take that breed, uh, like, I'll get <laughs> I'll get angry, and then, like I said, I'll stay in there because I'm almost upset that I got angry. So then I want to validate that it was okay for me to be angry because why not be angry? You know what I mean? But what she really said resonated with me, and I I, I appreciate her, and it's something that I'm working on. And uh, I hope out there, I hope you guys think of that too. Like I said, the things are going to happen to us all the time. You know, some days we're going to have really shitty days. You might be going through a really shitty time in your life right now. People might be sick in your family or some shit. And, you know, I know that it's it's tough, but we control the way we act and feel. You got to take time sometimes to think about it and pause, but just know that like you can control it. So whether it's just repeating something or, you know, doing an affirmation, doing a mantra, doing something just to, just to stop the thoughts and say, I don't want to think that I, you know, cancel that out. I want to think about something good. I want to think about the positive of this. Like she said, I want to think about, you know, be grateful that I'm not in that car that caused the accident or that caused the traffic. 
I learned this too. And I'm going to give you such a silly example of how powerful like getting mad can like start a fire. Like what is the name of those lines that you light a spark and then it just goes zzz, like in the cartoons? Flint. Yeah. And then it just goes like all the way, like for yeah. no reason. It was just one little thing. Mm -hmm. So it could be like I'm combing my hair and it doesn't do what I want it to do. And if I say something shitty about it, like that is how I can then get myself sure. in a stupid. It's For like, sure. what are you talking For about? Sure. You, you could have laughed it off yeah. right then and there. And who gives a shit? And you know, you know like what, I mean? what like your power really that your words have to get you more Absolute, mad. A million That's percent. It. And listen, sometimes for I'll whatever reason, there's some therapy in that, that like you almost want to get angry. No. But then you like, well, of course you do. Because again, it's up to you. It's up to you. So you, your mind, for some reason, decided that it was better to create, start a spark and create a fire than it was to put it out and try and think of something that's going to make you be happy. You know what I mean? There's, we're all conditioned yeah, to it. Yeah, right. I know, I know, I know. You know? But all I'm, all I'm saying is that I, I know that you can make that choice in your head because I've done both and it is so contagious that your negative thought can be become this big snowball thing and you're like why did i what did i i was just having such a good day like stop like well, like yeah. chill like whoa, whoa 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 well you guys know me i'm always talking about maintaining good habits and implementing all the discipline and the good stuff or am i having a good day a good week a good month how are we doing i'm looking back i want to make sure i'm on top of everything and what I realized is that with fume, it's not about giving up a bad habit. It's about switching up. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, a whole lot of fun, delicious. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored device that does just that. So instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of electronics, it's completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, there are delicious flavors. So here's what we do. We flip the script. You guys get it? Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy, and it makes replacing your bad habit easy. So the switch up is with fume. I love messing with it. I love the fidgeting around having it, you know, handy. It's a lovely distraction from things that, you know, I'm really trying to do less and by the way, Fume has an adjustable airflow dial. It's designed with movable parts and magnets. So it gives your finger something to do. That fidgeting I'm talking about, it's really fun for de-stressing and it helps you fend off anxiety while you're breaking your habit. Start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com forward slash the dirt and get the journey pack. Today, the dirties get... 10% off when they use our code, the dirt to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Try fume.com forward slash the dirt to save 10% off the journey pack today. T R Y F U M.com forward slash the dirt. On the last day of the trip, I asked the driver if I could get dropped off early on the way home from the airport. So um, he was like, yeah, it's on the way. It's no big deal. So otherwise they could say, no, this is a different trip and you have to organize it and reserve it the right way. So I was really glad because I got to hang out with Terry and Richie and, you know, hear about the family and what's new. And they, then they drove you to the airport? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, they love that shit. I told them, I was like, Tommy wants a, I was like if I, I think I pretty much said, if I come, I have to get Tommy something from Howard Beach so that I could bring it home. Well, you nailed it. And then they were like, well, why don't we just get him something so it'll be here before you get here? And then she was like, and I told them that it's going on the airplane and that it has to be wrapped. They, they, they hooked it up 
It was uh, delicious. And it was like leak proof. And what was the cutest part was watching the the conversation between Terry and Richie saying like, were well, you going to put it in a bag? And he's like, no, what? it's been wrapped and shrink wrapped and plastic wrapped. And she's like, well, what? It's a sauce. What if the sauce leaks? And where are you going to put it? MJ, are you going to put it in a suitcase? Is it going to leak onto your clothes? What's in the suitcase? It was really funny. Yeah, shout out to Brothers Ravioli in Howard Beach for anybody who's never had, never been. It's delicious. And uh, thank you very much because uh, that sandwich was outstanding, even 24 hours later. And the night before that, I was at Club Coming, which is at, with Alan uh, Coming. It, oh, oh, oh. He has a club in Manhattan where he invited us and the rest of the cast, and he just hung out with us. I mean, this is like a really, really big star. He's. Broadway, movies, everything. And and by coastal. He know, was he's hanging out. He's a big out. star in Europe. He's a big star here too. He's he was just hanging out, talking to us. It wasn't like, oh, let me just say hi, tap the table, and then disappear. Yeah. He was with us all night long and he invited us there. He hosted us there. He Which had, Andy will do from time to time. Cause and that not I don't mean this as a knock on Andy. Sometimes he's just super busy. So like you know, when he do the, does the reunion, or whatever, it's really, hey, how you doing? And then he's off to doing whatever he's doing next. You know, yeah. so, so it was nice that you got to hang out with what's his face with Alan Cumming. So I was like, What about that video? He's good host of the show too. He's he, a good host of traders. I was like, You have to say hi to Terry and Richie. Yeah. So he sang a song for them and I sent it to them. And Richie loved it. Richie's not a guy that he's he's a really good dude. And he's not a guy he doesn't need a lot of things in life. He's very easygoing. Something like that really would make him happy. I, I made like some funny video while we were in Scotland and Alan remembered the joke because I was saying something like, I don't care about anybody, but I, I was trying to say like, I would never ask you this of like, unless it was really important. Yeah. And the, the way it came out for me to say like, trust me, if I'm asking you to make a video for Terry and Richie, they're important to me. And I go, I don't care about, I was like, I don't care about anybody. <laughs> no, but it's, that's very true. You're not that tight. And he remembered it. Here we are like six months later. So the second I said that video for Tara, for the Maguires, he started going, I don't care about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. So what were you in New York for? Um, we went to New York to basically give more content for traders for Peacock because it's so number one. It's crushing it. That they're like, just come and sit down and say some things into a camera. My worst contribution to television is say, say something funny or like, I just am the worst. That's not true. I'm you're the, a very good talking head. That's one of the reasons that Shaz was successful because you're a good talking head. <sighs> well, that's your opinion. And you're entitled to it. I just you might not be comfortable in the position, but it doesn't mean that you're not good at it. And you're definitely better than the average bear because most people, there's not a lot of people that are comfortable in that situation. Okay. Well, it was a pretty much a lot of us got together. There are some of us that were definitely avoiding each other. There are yeah, certain... that's, that's, that show fucks with you, man. I could definitely see how relationships could be never the same or and again a lot of the this is the only time you're gonna interact with them right you know what i mean with yes. the, for that month yes so i could see where it's like uh, you're, you're never gonna mend the fence because it's it's not worth it for them or for you you know what i mean you're unless you're unless you're worried which i'm not about like oh my god we might work together again we better make sure everything's copacetic I am not going to fucking live my life that way because then I would be going back to tiptoeing and that's regressing. And that is like holding shit in and life is too short for that BS. Um, and truthfully calling a spade a spade. If you do work together again, it's probably going to be in the same type of situation where it doesn't, it's not in your best interest you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it like doesn't they, matter. They like, won't They won't not cast you because there was tension. Yeah, they love it. They would even... Yeah, yeah you know so what I mean? with that said, there were people that I made sure I wasn't going to see and um, didn't. Mm. And then there were some people that I was going to just give a smile to and they, uh, I, they did 
managed to track me down. And I was like, okay, well, like you keep on drinking because you're drunk right now. And, um, you know, those people that when they're drunk, they're like, no, I'm not drunk, but I just really want to talk about something. You're like, okay, cool. Like, let's have fun. We're in New York. Let's have fun. They're popping a squat in an alley. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that junk. Exactly. (laughs) What? Um, So speaking of traders, uh, this week's episode. Yeah, we just watched it. Yeah. And um, the dude Peter, the bachelor, in my mind, really messed up. Like, he had a great plan. For himself. Well, yeah, he had a great plan to catch Dan and Pavardi. Parvati. Parvati. And he got them. And then they tried to Bandit? recruit him. Okay. And he st- was stuck to his guns, which I thought was great. But I really felt like he should have walked into breakfast the next morning and been like, man, guys, they tried to recruit me last night. Ha <laughs> ha, they're on the run. And I know it's poverty. I know. She- and she would have been dead. Instead, he kind of, you know played a coy and played it close to the vest and then broke off with in partnerships which you know if you're not in that partnership i don't like that shit you know what i mean like what are you doing he i I don't know i felt like he shot himself in the foot and he put himself in the crosshairs when he easily could have just continued to play chess and i felt like he messed himself up well what's funny is that for everyone who is asking why did you guys get on dan's ass and then you cooled off the trail on Dan, but then we got rid of Janelle. It's because of things like what happened with Peter in last night's episode. And if Janelle and Peter were there together still, it would be an even stronger, bigger thing than it was last night. There was a division. The the Twitter and the social media, the internet's going crazy over calling us Pete's pals and the leftovers. Me and Phaedra well, and Sheree are the leftovers with Sandra and Parvati. So and no, but and what's your face too from below deck? The yeah, Kate Chastain. Yeah, no. So it really looks like there's a Bravo contingent, and then there's the other side. No, know? but it's actually in addition to the Bravo girls, it's also Survivor, mm-hmm. Sandra. There's a traitor in there that's Parvati, and and no, I'm just saying. I'm just like, saying from their vantage point, on, from them on the show. They don't, they label you guys as Bravo. Okay. You know what I mean? You're right. There's other people within that mix, but it's like, they don't really, uh, 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 other than poverty, but she's, she's a fucking weirdo like on the show. Like they, you can tell everybody, she just kind of shows up. She's you know kind of I mean? a, 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 a maverick, like a lone wolf. Yeah. But that's even more the reason I'd be like, this bitch is a traitor. But what I, what also what's interesting is Peter and Peter's pals and like what you just said without I'm I'm going to tell you wait until next week because well, you have the memory of a goldfish and you don't really remember what's going on during these episodes which is which is fantastic to watch with you because it's never like spoiler alert she's going to tell you something she's literally like what happens here <laughs> I'm like lady I don't know man you, you were there <laughs> babe I don't want to lie to you okay I can't remember is my pocket line. Oh, okay. So that way I get to just say, like I even said it to Jen Geyser, mm. our boss. Like I was like, well, she's a, you know, not technically a boss, but somebody Man, that I'm is, boss. there's a hierarchy. No, she's nobody's boss, but like you don't mess with her. Mm. And I was like, I can't remember Jen. And she's like, tell me. And I'm like, I can't remember. It's just a way. <sighs> Traders, traders, gonna be sad when it's done. Uh, I, I do have to know because it's a very lonely feeling. How did you feel when they were giving out the torches for safety and you didn't get one? Exactly what I said in the testimonial. I was like, I was nobody's first choice, and it's very hard to. To be that. Yeah, but going from, I mean, can you go back to that moment? Is it like going from person to person? I, I understand what you said in the testimony, but I'm trying to I'm trying to like really pinpoint down in that moment. Like with just Cashel, she was fully convinced that, oh shit, thank God. Who's Cashel? 
Trishel, what's her name? Oh, Trishel. She was for sure that CT would have given it. She was convinced. So, like, to have that anticipatory, like, oh, I hope he gets one because if he gets one, I'm good. And then he got one and she wasn't good. You could see the disappointment. You know, was there someone that you thought that, like, oh, if they get one, I'm good? Well, Sandra, it sounded like you, it sounded like you thought if she got one, you were good and you didn't. I thought that I had a good enough bond with Sandra and Kevin, maybe not so much Kevin, but. If it was just up to Sandra, I feel like I would have gotten it. So that was disappointing, number one. Or I should say disappointment, number one. Now, is that disappointment because you didn't get picked? Or is it disappointment because they didn't believe enough in you that you were not a traitor? Or was it disappointment that they didn't believe enough in you that you'd be an asset to keep in the game? They didn't think I was on the chopping block to get murdered. That's what I. That's why I sided with... All their choices. CT. What was it? C- That's why I sided with CT because I didn't think Trishel was any danger of getting murdered. So it was like, all right, let's, you know, but I didn't necessarily, not to say that John was either. I think that he, I think that CT wanted to spare John because he was an older guy on set. And I think that it appealed to, in CT's defense, which might be just me projecting something positive about him that he does not deserve. Um, he showed no loyalty to Tishel. He decided to save the old guy, you know? Yeah. And by the way, John's like 57. He's not that old, by the way. He just like has that vibe. That's because the politics. Of, it's the politics of duty and living, living in England, I guess. Yeah. So um, I think he didn't want to leave him there alone. I think he felt sad, like he felt like sad to let him be left. I also think CT had screwed up a few times with Trishel and disappointed her a few times during the game. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I just But I also think like, yeah, they're friends during the game. Right. I don't think they're going back to wherever they're going and they're friends. I think they just know each other for a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I first saw Trishel, she was like, Oh, I'm really nervous about seeing these guys. I haven't seen them in twenty years. And they've had beef in the past. I, I like. I don't want to say it be like you and Lily because you and Lily never liked each other at all. We were but never maybe, friends. maybe like you and Gigi in that type of situation. Like you're you're supposedly friends, but it's like you're not friends. Friends, you know what I mean. You're friends in there, but in the in the grand scheme of things, when you leave, it's not like you're going to be going and hanging out and going shopping together. Um, that's how Sheree. That's how come Sheree gave her torch to Phaedra. Mm. Yeah, they know each other a lot. I don't time. think anybody else there would have... Yeah, they go all the way back to Atlanta. Mm. So I don't think Phaedra would have gotten a torch from anybody else. Now, uh, two questions. The first... And I wonder if CT would have given Phaedra a torch if she hadn't already had one. Because yeah. they had a showmance, right? I guess. But if you got a torch, who would you have given your torch to? Depends on who would have been left. Well, assuming Sandra gave you, the, because she was first. So assuming you got the uh, torch first, who would you have saved? Um, okay, so if the strategy was because I really wanted to make sure that they didn't get killed. Well, that, yeah, I mean, who, who would you give the torch to? Sheree. Sheree would have been who, who you gave the torch to. Yes, Sheree would have Okay, now, now off camera, because they didn't show anything and on. And she deserved it, or Kate Chastain. She definitely doesn't deserve it. I, I don't understand no, how no, people wouldn't she, be murdering her. And this is no reflection of her, who she is, her personality, or anything like that. She showed. She just showed up. There's no way I'm letting her get a piece of my money, dude. You know what I mean? Like, if if all things are equal and I don't know who a traitor is and I have to vote, I'm voting to get her out. Okay. I feel like that's an easy vote and it's an easy explanation where no one's gonna, there's not going to be no beef amongst anyone else, you know? And I think if they hear me say that, I think other people would be like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. She's out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that, I think that like it was, it was somber and depressing. It looked it, dude. That's for tough, man. All of us that were left over. Yeah, because you're being, you're befriending people. You think you're closer in relationships. And again, like I'm, I, I'm trying to get to that moment, like that moment of when they're, 
they're picking because it like it's it's like that element of elementary school dude and then am i gonna get chosen you know what i mean and oh yeah they'll pick me well i'll tell you what i'll take sarah john billy they're my friend they'll pick me and then they don't and it's like whoa shit you know what i mean well well, okay you know i'll I'll give it i'll give it a um it was definitely a good a good idea in the game for them to do that it was definitely a good idea brilliant let me tell you like mastermind like that's part of the big experience when they keep changing things on the fly Mm -hmm. and you're like Holy yeah, shit. Because again, you to go to back to like Peter, like he said a couple of where he just stays up at night thinking, you know, how am I going to do this? That totally, because if you're in the day, that day, right? I'm sure if you're someone that's mindful of the game and anybody who's still around, I'm sure they're mindful of the game. You're thinking about, all right, what am I going to do tonight? Because all what you do, I- all you do when you get back to your room and all you can do, because you're not going to watch TV or yeah. have your phone, is just look at that picture of the wall. Yeah, who's going? And and yeah, who's and, a traitor? Who's going? Who who's who helps me stay? Who you know what I mean? And and so here's the thing: when we were at that point where it was just me and Bergy, Parvati, Trishel, I think that's it, and and Kate and Kate yes. and Kate, it was like you do feel like you are alone in the world. But to put a positive spin on it, which of course you know me, you know your girl, I'm going to put a positive spin on it. I was like, people don't pity the young soldier, Bergy. You'll be fine. You'll land on your feet. You'll land on your feet. You're okay. Parvati, sorry, but you're basically dead. There's no saving you because you're a traitor. We all know that you don't need a torch because you're not going to murder yourself. And then Kate and me... Maybe we just fell into that category. And Trishel. Maybe we just... Well, Trishel, I genuinely don't think anybody really cared. That, that's what I mean. That's why... Genuinely, I, that's I don't. Why, but see, that's the problem. Because I agree with you. I think that the, the, the thought is, ah, she'll be okay. Or and same thing with you. Ah, she'll be okay. But now when you look at it, oh, shit. The only people are left are the ones that they're going to be okay. And now one of them's not going to be okay. One of them's got to go. But like you said, I think it really shows that poverty is a traitor. Because if someone's going to be murdered... In the morning and it ain't her this bitch is a traitor dude you know what i mean yeah so i think that it's just it's it's cool in that it's gonna take someone out of the game it's gonna eliminate someone but to say it's almost eliminating two it's because all- if she's there in the morning it's like bitch you're a traitor yeah it's basically like your days are numbered how many more meals do you get before you're gone yeah but it's felt like what and to her credit it's felt that way already for like a few meals. You know what I mean? Yes. And she's still hanging on. So to her credit, she's still doing a thing. But I have to ask, because I know even since you've been home, you've had good communication with the with the broad Sandra. Yeah. They don't show it on camera because like you just came back and you were pissed as you had every right to be when you didn't get picked. But did you have a moment with her where she kind of, you know, gave you a little bit of an explanation or did you approach her about why she didn't pick you? Oh, they didn't show it? No. At all? No. I was upset and I think next week it's probably going to, I'm probably going to express who alls I was disappointed yeah. in. Gotcha. So, gotcha. and if they don't show that, I will we'll probably be, about- I'll probably be crushed. And yeah, we'll talk about good. it. Okay. Sounds good. But yeah, man, I thought it was another good episode. I definitely liked that. They threw that monkey wrench in the works. Um, and cause it, it, it prevents you from even the next time or the next day thinking about what's going to go down at the, the round table because like there might not fucking be another round table so it throws you off your game it, it, it adjusts like chess is chess right the rules don't change on the fly you if you play chess you know what the rules are and those don't change you know where the pieces are on the board you know where they can move this they keep mucking around so you don't really know and it really definitely throws you off your game it's it's a very uh it's a very psychological game i dig it and i think that um I, listen man you know hats off to you for making it this far thanks um yeah it's pretty interesting because at this point i'm starting to feel like God, what's going to happen when the show is over? In what sense? Like, it's crack for everybody. People oh, love yeah. the show. Yeah. Like, people are depressed yeah. when the episode ends. Yeah. 
And it's definitely a show or a type of show that you don't have to necessarily wait a year to make another one of those shows. You no, know what I mean? They announced that they renewed season three. Yeah. But well, I'm sure they're going to start doing like major casting now and go just like we weren't supposed to come out till March and we came out in January. Yeah. They're just going to push everything even faster. Well, I had a conversation with Jessica and she's into traders too. She's very big into it. We both agreed that uh, there might, you know, because of its success, I think that you're looking at possibly biggest stars and that's no offense to anybody that was on it. Yeah, we, we made sure, of course. And I also think you're gonna get, they're going to get more money. It's going to, that there'll be more money in the prize pool. Cause she said the same thing to me. She said, you know, and I'm not trying to knock it, you know, and she's, you know, by no means is Jessica rich, but she was like $250,000 is not a lot of money. Especially For all they, the shit that we go through. And they kept losing the money. And we, I spoke to her. She had already seen this week's episode. I hadn't seen it. Yeah. And you guys lost a lot of money, you know, from the, the prize pool with uh, the... Uh, what do you call it? The activity? What is it? The challenge. The challenge that you guys had to do. The, you know, you only made like $8,000 out of 25 grand. That's a lot of money. Out of, you know, out of 250, that's a lot of money that you're not going to have. So, uh, I mean, that would be my only thing is that they increase that a little bit, maybe make it a mill, you know? Five yeah. mil, something like that. Well, I'm not. People really be getting, people be getting crazy. Stop doing that. I mean, that does kind of make me mad. Yeah. That definitely makes me mad. It definitely makes me think that we deserve it. Look, the I hope that they keep the prize pot low, but I also hope that they don't start giving people a lot of money because no, see that's what I all, think that, that's where I disagree. I don't all, think that they should be paying people a lot of money to be on it because then they already got their money. I think that yeah. you know I think they should pay what they pay, but yeah. the prize pool should be coming a lot of money because twenty five thousand. That's now down to eight thousand for that event. It's not that major a deal, you know what I mean? Like for, but if you had five hundred or a million dollars, and that pool yesterday was for a hundred thousand dollars, and you know you got people act starting, people start acting a little bit crazy, dude. Yeah, you start to see a little bit more true colors. I heard that um, Kenya wants to do it. I don't doubt it. Yeah, me I neither. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. It's great exposure, man. It's great because it gives you, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially when you're looking at the Bravo shows, not to say that the, the, the people aren't really like that, but, you know, there's, these shows have been on for a long time, so they know what they're looking for, right? So you see a certain side to people, but it's not their full, it's not who they are, you know? The people have all sorts of layers, and I think this gives you an opportunity to see more layers. Yeah, I mean, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. All right, well, I can't freaking believe how fast January flew by. Now February's we're in the going, middle of February. February's going by pretty quick too, man. Yeah, we need to be talking about Valentine's Day. What what happened? I thought maybe we were going to have like a V-Day Q&A. We didn't. We didn't have a V-Day Q&A. No. Nope. Um, if you could have a V-Day date with any fictional character, who would it be and why? My mother. Aw. Yeah. That's yeah. sweet. I um, thought it was going to be Selma Hayek. No, no. I have my Valentine, but I would definitely like to sit down with my mother for a meal. And uh, you ask her? Did she watch the little guy? Because he's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what would she say? Um, I don't know. That's why I would ask her. She would say, of course I do. Okay. Where do you think I am? Hanging out with your sister? Ooh, the dirt. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's... No, they're not in the dirt. They're spirits. Mm. 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 Um, what else would you ask her? Uh, how about the Mets? She would say, next topic. No, she wasn't. She's a big Met fan. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else I would ask her, but I would definitely like to, if I could have, you know, anybody in the, the in theory, it would be to have a, and again, it's Valentine's too. Like I would, I would like to have a Valentine's Day with her so that she could know that, you know, I might not have always been the best at telling her, but she's loved and she's missed. Do you know what Terry said to me mm. when we were when we were together the other day? Mm. She goes, I remember. The first time I met you, you were here for Christy and Vinny's wedding and you were telling me that you froze your eggs 
and that you would like Tommy to be the father of your child. And you were very serious. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> lighten up, lady. <laughs> a, she was a, saying that I was like a yeah. determined you no, know, I, I woman or whatever. Mm. And then she said, she was like, Tommy, if there's one thing that you can't fuck up, it's, it's this one. And you were like, I won't tear. And I was like, well, why didn't you warn me? Mm. How come you didn't have my back? Yeah, man. So what advice do you think you're, oh, okay. Other than what, what nice thing would your mom say to me? I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. She would definitely dig you. You have a lot in common with my mother. You're both, you know, independent, free-thinking women that have gotten far in their careers. So we I, got I, one. We got one question that was a non-V-Day question, and it was, "How do you get over the mom guilt of not being at home when a work opportunity comes up?" Okay, this is what it says. How to not feel guilty as a mom when opportunities come up work-wise that take you away. You can answer that. I I will tell you something. If you're present with your kid when you are home and you are, you know, just giving them your time, then make sure that you go out and do your thing because being an empty nester is a whole challenge in and of itself. So as much as you can cultivate stuff, that you're able to do while you know one day you've got to let them go. You've got to set them free. You've, you know, they might want to move out the second they turn 18. They might want to go away to college. They might go find their love in a foreign country and move to India and not visit more than, you know, once every four years. So you have to set yourself up to just so full of shit right now, happy, bro. You would not be cool with any of the things that just that you just rattled off. Because would be I a wouldn't problem. be cool with it. That'd be a problem. I wouldn't be cool with it, which is all the more reason why you know you'd you'd better have some of your own shit going on because you do come become kind of a boring person if you're just you know living for somebody else who's going to leave you anyway. Some at some <laughs> well, point. Well, listen, if you've done your job correctly, they should. They should, True. You know, they should spread them wings and fly and the, the, and soar, dude. And, and they soar. say like, you only get six more summers. You only get, you know, they say things like that. Well, yeah. Then after 18, they, you know, you see them like two hours a year. Yeah. <laughs> they oh, say man. that. They, 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 they sure do. Yeah, the they, statisticians. Yeah. No, but here's the, the second part of it. Say your kids are going to be here forever. Right. Or whatever it is. When a woman feels fulfilled, she's checking off the boxes, she's going to know what she needs. It could be being in a, like, what makes up your whole body? Both of your arms, both of your legs, your head, your whole body makes you up, right? Your mind is, so like, if you're doing, you're you're looking at me trying to hold back the laughter, it's totally fine. Sometimes you want to feel like you're in the mix in business and that you have knowledge that's well-rounded. So if it, that means like reading a book makes you feel more interesting or going out and get part-time volunteering or actual like career, like mine in real estate, which is very challenging. And, you know, it's like my advice is to do what makes you feel whole and not to worry too much about the mom guilt because you're doing, you're getting that opportunity and that opportunity that you're getting is a Something you sh- you're you're lucky you earned you earned that opportunity. Well, listen, I also think that you know your kids watching. Like not everybody gets you the opportunities I mean? that you get. But your kids watching too, you know, and they might be little, they might be young, whatever. But that opportunity could lead to bigger and better opportunities, and no better lesson or example to teach them is to see you flourish. Yeah. You know? So if they see you, that's a good point. If they see you give up things for yourself, then they might do that. They might yeah. sacrifice their own happiness for their kids and then... Or just drop the ball. You know what I mean? They might, you know, drop the ball because you want to hang out with them or whatever. And, uh, you know, you don't want to give them that lesson that, you know... Sit at the bus stop and watch the, the trains go by. Yeah, that the... The know, bus stop. Watch the, the trains go by. <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sit at the bus stop and watch the planes take off. <laughs> what do you think? Be a good day today. Let's go down. To, let's go down and sit at the bus stop. 
Um, okay, so describe your dream Valentine's date. Not like the person, like the date, the actual date. Well, I listen, yeah. I think that during COVID when I did the candlelight dinner on uh the front lawn. Yeah, that was a nice Valentine's date. Yeah. I think that was a nice Valentine's date. A candlelight dinner. Yeah, but on the lawn. But the reality is it's cold food that is fish, so oh. it should be warm, all right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we should have just, we should have just threw all that shit in the it garbage. Like windy. It was a big waste of time. <laughs> all right. Yeah, the but, idea. There you it. go, folks. <laughs> the idea of it was cute. Um, what's your favorite Valentine's Day treat or dessert? A yoo Love you. I wore my Yoohoo socks that you got me yesterday to that uh, work event. So okay, I was complimented on them. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So, what's your favorite Valentine's Day treat? Damn it. Uh, I think I don't have a Valentine's Day treat. So the chocolates. Just, what do they have? You no, know? no. Look. Okay, I'll tell you what I would do. Okay, thanks. If I were gonna go and get you a basket, Tommy. Yeah, go ahead. If I were gonna go and get you a basket, I would put Yoohoo. I'd put Mr. Goodbar. You don't like those? No. Why not that one? No. You don't like that one? What the fuck have you ever seen me eat a Mr. Goodbar? Those are good though. Okay, great. So then I would put that in your basket, but you could keep you it. You shouldn't the, even you put chocolate keep it in the, mine. You, you shouldn't even. Keep, you shouldn't you, even put any chocolate in you mine. You could keep his grummy hands away okay, from fine. my basket. How about this? Yeah. Donuts. Oh, maybe. Yeah, sure. Okay. A hot cocoa. Okay, I'm in love with the cocoa. What kind? Fentanyl? Yes, a big <laughs> fentanyl guy. Ketamine, fentanyl, Percocet, Vicodin. By the way, going back to traders and uh, the people watching the postmortem, tell me you fucking Dan is doing dope, bro. I can't eat kid. He can't have a conversation with his eyes being closed for half of the conversation. It's, I think it you should, honestly, I think you should lay off Dan. Okay. Okay. All right. I think he's fine. Okay. He, um, but there were some interesting comments about the people who have known Dan. Ooh. And without spilling any tea. Ooh, sounds like you're about to spill some tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was some chatter oh. that if you knew Dan before Traders. Oh. That that disposition was not the Dan that we knew. Got you. So he was a dead giveaway to certain people. That he uh, was a traitor because like Dan don't like act like but that. But you would have had to know him really. Got well. you, got you. Um got you. so like I guess his kids and his family and friends would have been like, Oh my god, that was yeah. so not the Dan that yeah. we know. It would be like if I went on there was real timid and like, you know, didn't and my voice wasn't loud, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that we, you and I should go back as the next couple. Oh, let's go, man. Let's go. I'll crush it. I'm coming home with all the money, too. Last night, we were telling Shams, we were like, we're both going to go to Scotland. He was like, I want to come with you. I was like, could you stay with your grandma? <laughs> oh, no. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> could you stay at your friend's house? No, I don't want to. I thought maybe he loves those boys so much, his friends and his cousins, that I thought he would be down. Uh, no, nah, he loves us, too, though. He definitely loves us too. It's called attachment relationship. What do you yeah. call it? Okay. Parenthood. Do you have Do you have any questions for your wife? Um. No. I. I listen. I like your idea of the basket. What What am I going to put in your love basket? I would think that um, you would a like fashion of a gift card, a glass of wine, a bottle of wine, a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. not Actually, a gift certificate to a car wash. Okay. Um. Window tinting. It's a good basket. I don't know. Some kind of cryotherapy for my joints that are old and constantly in pain. Okay. I do want to shout out to everyone who's in physical pain. That is a bummer. It is. Because lately I have been carrying back pain, shoulder rotator cuff pain, calf, foot, knee, and it is hard. It's physically hard. Um, so happy Chinese New Year, you guys. Yes. Today is happy Chinese New Year. Yes. It is the year of prosperity. It's the year of the dragon. It's the year of the dragon and prosperity. Mm. Someone asked, why do I say you do it all with your son on Jeff Lewis Live, but Tommy helps a lot? I think I'm saying that Tommy and I don't have nannies, and I'm really glad this question is asked because I'm really glad to be able to talk about it. I'm not shaming people who have nannies. That's their choice. 
I think I clean, I, I think I clean too much. I think that I would love the luxury of more spare time to either clean more or less time to be rushing from one thing to the next. I feel like when I'm talking to Jeff, he has multiple nannies. He has, you know, multiple housekeepers and, you know, he's got just, I think that when you're, when you're with a company of like other people that have so much more support, I don't have an assistant. Tommy and I have to do a lot of stuff. It's a lot of admin that I feel like I'm not good at it. And if I was good at it, then I wouldn't always be feeling like I'm behind. So mentally, one of the things that I'm learning and working on improving is that I can catch up with it. And then the mental side of it is when you know that you're procrastinating because you feel like you're not good at something, but then you finally do like taxis. And once we did our taxes, we were like so relieved. And then you're like, okay, you know, it's just a lot of constant catching up. Whereas I was probably comparing myself to Jeff, you know, who has Shane by him 24 seven. And I guarantee you, Jeff doesn't mop his own floors, right? Probably not. Trying to compare yourself to other people. It's the thief of joy. Yes, it is. No, but like we also don't do babysitters. Like I'm just saying like we're just our parenting styles are. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. hands on. Yeah, everybody's different. You know, everybody's lives are different. Everybody has different, you know, support. You know what I mean? Some people have a lot of family around them. You know, they're just it is what it is. Uh, listen, I want to give a big shout out to Jamie Ellich again. Uh, she actually took it upon herself. She ordered all the books for the for the whole grade uh, for the Geiger School in Chicago. She's going to deliver them herself. Uh, thank you, man. I really appreciate you, Jamie. And this month, you know, if you guys want to support, you want to donate some books, you want to help me, or if you have a classroom in mind that we should, you know, take care of, or a school that you're thinking of, DM me, and we'll try and get them some books. Uh, you got anything else to say, babe? I love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day, you dirty sons of bitches. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.